Welcome back to the Legacy Podcast. My name is Alicia Grant, co-founder of Matrix Legacy, Inc. We are back for episode number 28. This is the show where we create a blueprint for success. We look for ways to create generational wealth and we break those chains of a poverty mindset. One of the main questions my husband and I get around money and wealth creation is how do I save more? When people talk to us about what their biggest challenges are, usually they say they have a very hard time with saving. And so I figured why not address that question in one space so that it's a resource that can be used later down the line as a refresher because sometimes we learn things and then we have to relearn them because we slip back into our old ways. So whoever really needs to hear about how to save more, how to create solid systems for yourself where you're not constantly searching for ways to make ends meet or having to turn down opportunities because you're in a position where you're not able to financially afford it. That's what we're going to address and talk through today. More than anything, I want to be able to leave you with a few tips, maybe a different perspective that you haven't already been looking at, and a few points of reflection just to look and see if Usually it's not a big drastic change. Usually it's a small tweak, a small change in perspective that's really going to fast track you to wherever it is that you're trying to go in terms of your your savings goals. So the first thing that I want to just start with right out the gate is you've got to show up for your own rescue. So people come to me all of the time asking, I don't understand, how do, where do I start investing? How do I start saving? How do I make more money? And my question is, well, what have you tried? And the answer usually is, uh, you know, I've just been trying to save my paycheck. I just try to put some money away out of every paycheck I receive. That's what I've tried. And so the next question is, well, how is that working for you? Not so good. Okay, so what else have you tried? And nine times out of ten, there is no other alternative. There is nothing else they've tried, even though their friend has been dangling in front of their face how they made money in real estate. Or their cousin is talking about how they've been investing and they've been able to create wealth that way. Or somebody else is speaking about the business that they just started or the hot side hustle that they just took on. And all of these opportunities, all of these chances to go ahead and create more abundance, more income for that individual are just looked over, just passed over because we're not willing or we understand how much effort it's going to take for us to be able to generate income in that way. And so it's easier to just say, all right, let me just let me just stick to what I know. But if you're in a position where you say, I am too tired of having no money left at the end of my month i'm tired of having to pass up on things simply because i can't afford it well the first thing that you're gonna have to do is show up for your own rescue once you are given solutions and you are given tools you've got to go ahead and put them to work knowing and listening and taking notes is one thing but until you actually do it there is nothing that anybody else can do for you It's kind of like riding a bike. You could read all the books about bike riding that you want, but I can't explain to you what it's going to be like to find balance. I can't explain those things to you. And and no matter how hard I try, no matter how many notes you take on it, until you actually get on the bike, you're not going to be able to ride it. And so it's the same thing until you actually get out there and start applying all of the information and the knowledge and the tools that have been presented to you. There's no way that you're going to know if it works. There's no way that you're going to know if you're on the right path because you haven't yet tried. So 
first things first is you've got to show up for your own rescue. If you are listening to this, hoping, you know, this is going to be something brand new that's going to blow your mind, I am almost certain that it won't be. You've probably heard this multiple times before, but where you are in your journey determines how you're able to receive a message. So maybe this is just the right time, the right place. This is not going to be another one of those, let me listen and learn and then do nothing after. Today is the day that we show up for our own rescue, okay? So going back to the topic of savings, one of the most common things that I hear a lot from these financial gurus, a lot from clients that I work with is, you know, I'm trying to save up and put together an emergency fund. Now, I'm a very strong believer that there is power behind words. And what I've noticed is the people who are struggling to create an emergency fund or save up for that rainy day. The reason you're having those problems is because you're focusing on a potential emergency. You're focusing on a potential rainy day. And that is why you keep getting emergencies. And that is why you keep getting rainy days that you have to dip back into that emergency fund that you were working on. And you're right back at square one where you started with no progress. Where your focus goes energy flows. So instead of you trying to build up an emergency fund or to save up for a rainy day, we have to be very conscious of the words and the meaning that we give to certain actions. So for me, I don't know what it's going to be for you. I don't know what term that it is that you want to use, but instead of an emergency fund, maybe it's an opportunity fund. Maybe it's a solution fund, a peace fund, a a blessings pot, a good fortune. Like, I don't know what you want to call it, but saving up for an emergency is only going to attract an emergency to you. So make sure that you're very intentional with the language that you're using and the meaning that you put behind the actions that you're doing. Because if you got it in your mind that I save money so that when something bad happens, I can afford it, then that is all you're going to find. If in your mind you're saying, I'm saving money so I can build wealth, I'm saving so I can invest, I'm saving so I can grow, well then in that case, every time you're able to put some money aside, you're going to be able to duplicate and multiply that money simply because you had the right intention and the right focus behind it. So that's just some food for thought. Be very conscious of what you are actually saving for. Put yourself in position to win by using the right language and putting the right intention behind your actions. The second thing that I wanted to touch on is usually it is not a lack of resources. It tends to be a lack of resourcefulness why we're not able to get ahead on our savings and investings and and wealth building plans. And so that's why right in the very beginning, I said, you've got to show up for your own rescue. Because even where you sit right now, I'm sure if you look around, there's a few things that you could sell, that you could create, that you could do to create more money. So instead of thinking, where can I pinch pennies? How can I create better savings models? If we instead say, how can I just create more wealth? Yes, get the habits in place that will allow you to manage your money correctly, but if you're focusing on creation and focusing on saying things like, how can I afford it? Instead of, I can't afford that. I can't do that. I'm not able to make that payment. Instead, start training your mind to say, how can I? Because that how can I question will show you the things around your house that you could go ahead and sell on eBay. It will show you that ad that's looking for, I don't know, food delivery couriers or freelance workers or anything of that nature. 
But sometimes our own pride doesn't allow us to see what's what's readily available. I personally have been a food delivery courier. I have been a dishwasher. I have absolutely no shame when it comes to providing for my family. And if I know that that's a temporary plan, I know that, hey, I need X amount of dollars. Let me get my hands on it as quickly as I can so I can start investing, so I can take that program, so I can run that marketing campaign, whatever it looks like, I'm willing to do whatever I need to or whatever I can because I'm resourceful. I can't afford it. There's no such thing as I can't afford it. It's how can I? How many more customers do I have to get this month? How many more clients do I have to acquire? What else could I look at in terms of investing or diversifying? Who can I speak to that could teach me a way that I can strengthen the systems that I'm already using. There's no such thing for me as I can't afford that or I'm not able to do that. It's how can I? And so what I do advise is just taking a look around and saying, okay, where can I create value? What is staring me right in the face that I'm able to create value out of and sell? Is it my time? Is it the old things in my house that I haven't used? Is it a talent or a skill that I have that other people are looking to learn from? Should I put together some kind of digital product? Like there's so many different things we could do. And with all the access to information that we have, you can figure out how to do anything within at least 24 hours. There's enough content available online, in books, absolutely everywhere. You just have to be resourceful enough to take advantage. So if you're thinking that you have a savings problem, it might just mean that you actually have an earnings problem because the lifestyle that you're looking to, to live, the money that you're making is just enough to cover your lifestyle. Because a lot of people live, you know, strict lifestyles. They're not, they're not eating out all the time. They're not buying new outfits every single week. They're not doing any of these crazy, excessive, extravagant things, but somehow they're still not able to save. That might not be a saving issue. That might not even be a spending issue. It might just be an earning issue. So you've got to find ways to be more resourceful and create more abundance for yourself and start looking around and saying, how can I do this? Some other tips I can give on that one in terms of resourcefulness. If you give your credit card company a call, for example, and I did this myself, you just speak to one of the representatives and say, listen, I love using this credit card as my primary credit card. However, another company has offered me a better interest rate. Is there anything you could do to help me out with this interest rate? Because I would still love to have you guys as my primary. However, there is somebody else who's offering me a better deal. Just from making that phone call, I was able to reduce the interest rates on my credit card. I was able to bring that interest rate down 7% just because I made a phone call to ask. Same thing with your cell phone company. If you give them a call and say, hey, just I just wanted to check in. I, I noticed another carrier, another provider is offering a really great deal right now. Is there anything that you're able to do? Nine times out of 10, they will give you a discount just because. And the reason I know this is because I'm a very curious person. I'm always reading. I'm always looking for ways to grow myself so that I can be more resourceful, so that I can spot opportunities when they present itself to me. So you're not going to just be able to be resourceful overnight. You've got to train your brain to start thinking in a different way than it currently is so that you can bring more abundance into your life. You can ask around, ask your friends what kind of deals that they're getting and constantly look for little ways to be more efficient without completely robbing yourself of the joys of life. And this right here is a big one. 
a lot of us, especially who are very social, very caring and are givers, sometimes we feel pressured when we're invited to events like birthday parties, weddings, you know, housewarmings, things like that. We feel pressured to go so far above and beyond with our spending because we feel like there's a price tag attached to our level of love to our level of care. And that's absolutely not true at all. That is something that we've made up in our minds and we want to look really great in front of whatever crowd that we're in front of while our friend or our family member is opening up their present or their gift. We want them to think, oh wow, that person really cares because they spent more money. The amount of money that you spend on people is not what matters. It truly is the thought that counts. And so if you could spend some time, maybe make something, customize something, just take an extra level of thoughtfulness. There is so much more value in a thoughtful gift than in a pricey gift. So a lot of our savings get tied up and in, in caught up in trying to impress other people with our ability to spend on them. But that does not change the dynamic of the relationship. It doesn't change how much you actually care about somebody based on how much money you pulled out of your wallet. It's really about how how much do you know that person and you could match the actual gift or whatever you're purchasing or creating to whoever that person is at their core. So just be mindful of that because I do know a lot of savings get lost in, in the holidays and birthdays and things of that nature. Your love and care for your loved one has nothing to do with how much money that you spend on them. And then finally, when it comes to saving, it's very important that we stop watching what other people are doing. We can look to others for inspiration, but never to be a copycat. Because whatever worked for somebody else might not work for you. So I know some people have different tips and tricks in regards to how they save money. Some people use like the jar method or the envelope method where they put a specific amount of cash in each in each box or they, you know, set up automatic transfers so your money comes right from your paycheck directly over to your savings account. Some people have budget trackers where they write it out or they type it out in an Excel sheet. For me, I love to keep track. I love to take a look and see what I've made in the month. I like to track my net worth and I like to have a general idea of what I should be spending where in my life. But I also like to give myself the flexibility to be able to live the way that I want to because I know that I work hard. So I also know that I deserve to enjoy things here and there without having to feel guilty about it. And so I've trained my brain to start thinking, how can I afford this? What can I do? Instead of, let me not do this, let me sacrifice this this month in order for me to do something else, it's how do I just create more abundance in my life? Who do I have to become? How much more valuable do I have to become in order to afford this trip, this night out, this new outfit, whatever it looks like, it's always how can I afford it? And so I'm not very strict when it comes to my budgeting. I know how much I'm gonna need to put away from my bills and the basics, but everything beyond that is more so what is it that I can do in order to afford it? And that will not work for some people. Some people need to track every single dollar, every single penny. They need to know where everything is at all times and that's absolutely okay. I look to those people for inspiration in terms of how to get organized faster. 
I don't look to them to try to compare or say, oh my gosh, they're this age and they saved up this much or they're living here and this is what they've got going on. No, I look to them for inspiration, but never to copy because I know that I'm the only one who is me. There's only one thing that's going to work for me and it's going to be the same thing for you as well. So constantly ask yourself, what am I actually in search of? And focus and reflect on you and what it is that you're trying to build. A lot of people say, I want more money. Well, what is more money? The only way to answer that is for you to sit down and write it down and reflect. Writing it down is another way that you're going to crush all of your savings goals for sure. You've got to write it down and know where you're going. But literally, what does more money mean to me? What's the reason that you want to save more money? What's the reason that you want to make more money? Getting very clear on those things are going to help you start building the blocks and finding the ways that you're going to get to that end result, that end goal. And so that was really a, a, a mixing pot of different tips and different ideas that you can use on your own savings journey. It really starts with being mindful of the language that we're using. We've got to show up for your own rescue, which means being as resourceful as possible with what you already have around you and taking the steps necessary to grow the way that you think and your perspective of the world so you can start spotting opportunities easier. And don't feel pressured by outside noise. Don't feel like you need to be at a certain level of your journey. Don't feel like you need to spend X amount of dollars just to show somebody that you care about them. You've got to find a way to silence the noise and zone in and say, who am I? Where am I going? What good is this for me? And that's the only way that you're going to get to whatever goals that you have in terms of saving, in terms of earning. I believe those things go hand in hand, so... That is all I've got for the day, guys. I truly hope this helps somebody. If this did help you, go ahead and like, comment, share, send this to a friend. If you want to stay up to date with all of our Matrix Legacy content, you can download the Matrix Legacy app. I will be here next week with another building block for success. Until next time, let's build a legacy. Yeah.